This year, I am focused on saving and investing, but I still want to do things like travel. NerdWallet lets you compare top travel credit cards side-by-side to maximize your spending, some even offering 10 times points on your spending, which means you could end up with a free flight or maybe a better hotel room. So what could future you do with smarter financial decisions? Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. Reminder, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. We're so excited to introduce you to Great Jones. Great Jones makes high-quality, thoughtfully designed cookware that's so stunning, you won't want to put it away. They have everything from Dutch ovens to ceramic dishes to non-stick sheet pans. They've got everything you want. I have the Saucy, which is a terrific saucepan. It has curved sides. It has a pouring spout. It has a lid. And it looks so elegant. It's really a pleasure just to look at it on the counter, even before we're using it. Yes, I love all the colors. Yeah. They make stunning gifts that are actually useful. Weddings, housewarming parties, birthdays. It's the perfect gift for the foodie in your life. So upgrade your kitchen and replace those old rusted hand-me-downs with bold, beautiful, long-lasting pieces from Great Jones. Get started today at greatjones.com and get an extra 15% off your first order with promo code HAPPIER. That's greatjones.com, promo code HAPPIER. Hello and welcome to Happier, a podcast where we discuss cutting-edge science, the wisdom of the ages, lessons from pop culture, and our own experiences about how to be happier. This week, we'll talk about why we might consider the question, what valuable lesson have I learned from the pandemic? And we suggest an easy hack to help you fight morning grogginess. I'm Gretchen Rubin, a writer who studies happiness, good habits, and human nature. And yes, it's true. I am still in my home office right here in New York City. And joining me today from L.A. is my sister, Elizabeth Kraft. And Elizabeth, it's so exciting. Fantasy Island is truly underway now. (laughs) That's me, Elizabeth Kraft, a TV writer and producer living in L.A. And yes, Gretchen, for anyone who's missed it, Sarah and I are doing a (laughs) reboot of Fantasy Island, uh, the iconic show for Fox And I, Gretchen, actually went on a plane the other day uh, for the first time, I realized, since 2019. I don't even remember how, like, boarding passes work. Yes, (laughs) I had to remind myself. And so I flew, and I went to Puerto Rico to do a location scout, and it was really great to be out and about. It felt strange, but wonderful, of course, you know, wearing a mask the whole time. Um, Puerto Rico is very strict, which is great. So thank you to everyone for being so welcoming in Puerto Rico. Um, And we've got some amazing places. Um, I think it's going to be a gorgeous show. I'm super excited, although definitely stressed. Um, (laughs) And for anyone who's interested in all the minutia of making a show, listen to Happier in Hollywood, because uh, Sarah and I are talking about it all the time. Yes, it's fascinating. Even, I mean... You've been talking about it for years, but it's still fascinating to me how you actually make a show and how you make a show in the age of the coronavirus because there's a whole new layer that you're having to think about. It's a challenge, yes. And wearing a mask and, you know, 86 degrees is definitely going to be interesting. Yeah. 
And now, before we would launch in, a few announcements and reminders. Spring is coming up, and for episode 318, which is coming up in a few weeks, we would love to feature some great before and after clutter-clearing stories to get us all in the mood for spring cleaning. If you like to do spring cleaning, you can email us at podcast at GretchenRubin.com or share along with your photos. If you have before and after photos, that would be amazing, using the hashtag outer order, inner calm, and hashtag before and after. I love any form of before and after, so I hope some people did some great before and afters. <laughs> and keep sending in your favorite Mad Men scenes for our bonus episode. Oh, yeah. It's so, so fun to relive many of the best moments as people send them in. Um, Gretchen, it seems like Betty shooting the pigeons is a, <laughs> um, a definite fan favorite. Yes. Yes, I yeah I binged so fast I kind of forgot about that and then everybody I'm like oh yeah I remember that um, and went back and rewatched it um, and here's one more thing we are always looking to understand our listeners better um, that helps us make the show better if you are the kind of person who doesn't mind answering a few questions we would love for you to participate in a survey we'll take about ten to fifteen minutes to complete. And once you've completed it, we will enter you into a drawing as a thank you for your time. And um, so as a thank you, we'll randomly select 25 people who will get a signed copy of one of my books. You can pick from a selection. And five people will get a $100 gift card. So if you're willing to take the survey, you can head to happiercast.com slash survey, or I'll include the link in the show notes. This is happiercast.com slash 316. It really is a huge help to us if you take the survey. So um, gold star for you if you do that. Yes, we love to hear from listeners. I can't wait to um, read these surveys. Now, Elizabeth, this week our Try This at Home tip is to ask yourself, what valuable lesson have I learned from the pandemic? Mm. And the reason that we're thinking about this is we are coming up on however you count the anniversary, like what was the starting day? It's right about now. And I have to say, for me, the day that always stands out in my mind is Friday the 13th. Because by that point... Fitting. Yeah, yeah, because it's very memorable, so fitting. Um, that, that time, we knew Eliza was coming home from college, like, the next day. Tom Hanks had announced that he and his wife, Rita Wilson, had tested positive, And the NBA had announced that it was suspending the season. Yeah, I think Wednesday the 11th was Jack's last day at school until just recently. So, yeah, yeah it was all happening then. Yeah, yeah. So we're we're at the year point. And, you know, there's, we have so much sympathy for the people who have lost someone, um, so much gratitude for all the essential workers and the frontline workers and the scientists and the people who have dealt with so many challenges and struggles and hardships of all different kinds. I mean, it, one thing that's clear is everyone is going through a very different set of circumstances. Yes. But there are lessons. This is a giant global experiment that no one wanted, obviously. Mm -hmm. But there are things that we can learn. And I think it's, it can be helpful to think about, like, well, what, what can you learn going forward from this exceptional time? Yeah, and Gretchen, it's interesting because there are sort of quick takeaways, like someone could say, I want to keep baking bread, who learns right, how to yeah. bake bread. But there's also lessons, more valuable sort of transcendent lessons, like we're a do better as a family when we're less rushed. So there's sort right. of the the small things and the bigger things. Yeah. Well, I was thinking about this too because um, I was like on a Zoom thing for my daughter for Eleanor's school, and the one of like the head of the of, of the upper school was saying that they are really trying to learn from it. She's mm. like, we're always dealing with the problems and the challenges and trying to fix things, but we're also really trying to keep an eye out on like things that can help us going forward, like things that we can do better, lessons we can learn. 
And I was really encouraged by that because I thought, you know, there are things that we can learn. And I know for me, an important thing that I learned is that, like, I've been doing all these walk and talks, and that's on my 21 for 21 list. And what I realized is that I could do that at any time. Mm. I have friends who live in London. I have good friends who live in San Francisco. I have a friend who lives in Chicago. I could at any time schedule a walk and talk. Now, I could have done this at any time, at any time, but it just never occurred to me. I'm not a phone person particularly. And so it was only when it came up in this different context and it was really the only thing I could do. But now I realize I can be in much closer contact with these friends and go for a really great walk. It's, It's just a really pleasant way for me to engage with somebody. I love it. And I feel like I'm really gonna keep doing that going forward. How about you? Well, one thing I learned, and it's not necessarily profound, but it is a definite lifestyle improvement, which is I've learned how much work I can get done at home on Mm. a regular day. So I do think moving forward, I'm going to be more open to like doing a Zoom meeting, right? First Mm -hmm. thing in the morning and then driving in after rush hour or Mm -hmm. leaving earlier before rush hour and doing a Zoom note session as opposed to an in-person note session. So I'm very much looking forward to getting back to like some sort of office where I can see people and have that community. But I also think I'm going to be, and Sarah is, and everybody I know is going to be much more open to a more flexible work environment. Well, and that's such an issue in Los Angeles because just getting from one place to another is so burdensome and it's not good for the environment. And it just, and the distances are so long. It could change life in Los Angeles forever for the better. Yeah. So I, and I think everyone's feeling that way. I think um, nobody wants to go back to sitting in traffic for an hour so I'm very hopeful that it'll it'll be an improvement. But, you know, I also hope that we more and more productions get up and running because it has been pretty devastating for people in our industry. Yeah, well, it'll be interesting as Fantasy Island proceeds to see like how it influences things and how yeah. it comes up because I know there's such stringent guidelines. I'm sure yeah. it's like every everywhere you turn, there's some new wrinkle. Yes, Well, let us know if you do try this at home and what valuable lesson you've learned from the pandemic. I think we can all really learn from each other here. Like what if people glean from these like really unusual circumstances? Again, not to minimize the challenges and the suffering and the and the difficulties, but within that context, what can we hang on to? Let us know on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, drop us an email at podcast at GretchenRubin.com. Or as always, you can go to the show notes. This is happiercast.com slash 316 for everything related to this episode. Coming up, we have a happiness hack to help you shake off that morning fog. But first, this break. When you're hiring for your small business, you want to find quality professionals that are right for the role. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs has the tools to help find the right professionals for your team faster and free. And, you know, Elizabeth, I now work with a team and hiring the right people is so important. It's maybe the most important thing. And LinkedIn makes the process of identifying and hiring people easy and intuitive. I know that when I've been hiring for my team, it's hard to find quality candidates to interview. And LinkedIn isn't just a job board. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. 
On LinkedIn, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Hire professionals like a professional on LinkedIn. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash Gretchen. That's linkedin.com slash Gretchen to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. The weather's getting warmer, so it's time to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I wanted to update my wardrobe without spending a fortune, and luckily I found Quince. Elizabeth, I got the Flow Knit Wide Leg Pant. It's very light. It's perfect for the summer. It packs very easily. I recently went on a trip with my family, and I took it with me, and they were just the thing to wear on a really hot day where I wanted to be covered up, but I wanted something that looked great and also was very comfortable. And the best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to Quince.com slash Gretchen for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash Gretchen to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash Gretchen. Okay, Gretchen, it is time for this week's happiness hack. Yes, this is a great hack. Okay, so... It's very common to suffer from something called sleep inertia or sleep drunkenness. This is the cognitive impairment that you feel if you're awakened from a deep, slow wave sleep. So we've all had that thing where like the alarm goes off, you're jolted out of sleep and you just feel super, super groggy and foggy and it's hard to like get to that alert state. Now, sometimes this can affect our our mind, our cognitive performance for like 15 minutes. It's not really some big deal, but It can go for as long as two hours, even four hours after waking. And this is even for a person who's had a full night's sleep. Wow. And this is studied by researchers because you can imagine that in certain circumstances, like if you're an airplane pilot or something, (laughs) that it can really be hazardous. And so they've, they've studied this grogginess. And it turns out, they looked at, does it matter how you are awakened from sleep? And what they found out is that while you might think something like a bam, 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 blaring alarm that like really jolted you out of sleep would wake you up the most. It doesn't. Mm. What helps you is a melodic musical sound. So you want your alarm alarm to be something like that. Um, It really helps people wake up better. And I love the two examples in this like extremely scientific thing. (laughs) They were like the two examples, Good Vibrations by the Beach Boys and Close to Me by The Cure. Um, so, let, yeah, Chuck, let's hear a clip of um, the melodies of Good Vibrations by the Beach Boys and, and why this could be an effective alarm for you. I'm picking up good vibrations. She's giving me the excitations. I'm backing up good vibrations. She's giving me the Also, Gretch, what helps me? Coffee. <laughs> yes, yes. Okay. Usually three cups. Yes. Yeah, so you want your melodic alarm and your cup of coffee. Yeah. Um, um, but I just thought that was a that was really fun if you're if you're fighting yes. sleep grogginess. 
I will link to the study if you want to read more about it. But in the meantime, change your alarm sound. All right. Okay. Now, in keeping with the theme of thinking through the anniversary of the coronavirus period, we have a know yourself better question, just for fun. Yes. What's something you bought during... COVID as a panic purchase, because <laughs> we all bought things. Yes, there was that us. period where nobody really knew what was coming. Everybody did something. Yes. I bought, and partly I, was, I think I was inspired at some point by Sarah, your writing partner, mm-hmm. Elizabeth, who got a stick vacuum and was so excited about her stick vacuum. We got a stick vacuum, never used a stick vacuum, but then Eliza took it to college, so it was okay. Oh, good. But it's perfect was, for college. Yeah, but that was our panic purchase. Um, how about you? Well, I was thinking about a Gretchen, and I was remembering myself at the grocery store buying many cans of soup. Wow. I stocked up on soup as if, you know, I would never be able to get food again. But you like soup. I do, but I have to say, of these cans, we have not eaten any of these. (laughs) They're all just like in the garage on a shelf. Um, I'm sure we should eat them because I'm sure they won't last forever. I mean, I got them because the idea is they last so long, but they don't last forever. Yeah. Well, I bought a thousand cans of tuna fish. (laughs) Okay. So yeah, it's like we like these things, but not at the stockpile level. Yes, exactly. But speaking of Sarah, I think she may have the best panic purchase. Yes. Sarah bought a pop-up toilet. Now, how does a person feel the need for a pop-up toilet? She was traveling to uh, Minnesota where she went because she wanted to be away from people, um, away from COVID. And she had to drive there, obviously. Um, And she was worried about going into places to use the bathroom. So she bought a pop-up toilet that she and her stepmother, um, Anna, and her daughter, Violet, could use while they were traveling so they wouldn't have to go into bathrooms. And she did use it, although I think maybe only once. Mm. But um, <laughs> I, I said, now I have seen everything. Now you've got a pop-up toilet. Yes. And I do have to say that anytime I see like a pack of toilet paper or a pack of paper towels, my heart kind of skips a beat. And I have to be like, you know what? We have a lot of toilet paper. We don't really need it yet. So we're going we're gonna <laughs> to use it up a little yep. bit before we get more but I do get kind of excited every time I see toilet yes. paper for sale. Yes. So I'm curious to see what other people bought. Yes. Yeah, what does it tell you about yourself? I guess it tells you Well, one I think your level of anxiety. Like I think buying a pop-up toilet is a high level of anxiety. Yes. Yes. I think buying a stick vacuum is a lower level of anxiety. Yes. Also, what's important, like I, I'm sure I also bought extra coffee because it's important yes. to me to have coffee. Yes, yes. We did the same thing. Exactly. Yeah, but, yes. you know, I think there's people who just assume things will work out and people uh-huh. who assume they won't work out. I have a friend who will not show me the food that she bought. She's like, I'm not going to show you. I'm like, please show me. She's an overbuyer. She is, she is my original overbuyer. She uh. and her husband were the people that taught me about overbuyers and underbuyers because they perfectly embody that as a couple. And I was like, I really want to see it. And she's like, I'm not going to show it to you. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Wow. So I think they're going to be eating that for a while. Yeah. There is absolutely soup in my future. (laughs) Maybe lunch today. Yeah, 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 there you go. And now for a listener question. As always, you can leave us a voicemail question at 774-277-9336 or email us at podcast at gretchenribbon.com. 
This week's listener question comes from Sally. She says, I'm a teacher and we have recently had a new teacher join our year level team. I suspect he is a rebel. He seems to be getting off to a good start with his new class, but there have been a few hiccups. For example, he had no idea school photo day was happening, so hadn't told his class about it or factored it into his planning for the day, even though there had been a detailed email about it. A similar thing happened when it came to school tours. He and his students simply weren't organized for the day, even though there were clear instructions provided, again, via email. When I asked him about it, he said that he just doesn't feel the need to read his school emails. Unfortunately for him, we are a large school that does much of our communication via email. So my question is, how do I convince him to start reading his emails without simply telling him that he needs to do it and offending his rebel sensibilities? I'd love to hear your suggestions for solving this issue as I'm stumped about how to use information choice consequences to help as he doesn't seem bothered by the consequences, but the staff, students, and parents who are impacted by his choice care greatly. Ooh, rebel dilemma. This is an interesting question, and I think this kind of question comes up in a lot of different contexts, not just like a teacher at a school, but in a lot of different contexts. And we've talked about the tendencies many times. And if you want to take the quiz to find out your tendency, go to quiz.gretchenrubin.com. And I'll also post a link to an overview if you don't know about the tendencies. But it's interesting because Sally is saying that one of the traditional strategies that you use with a rebel is information consequences choice. And she's saying, well, that just doesn't seem to be working. So I would suggest going to the other route, which is identity, mm. because identity is really important to rebels. They want to be true to themselves, authenticity, putting themselves out into the world, like being free to express themselves is a very, very high value. And so it sounds like she thinks he's a good teacher and like a caring teacher other than this, this email thing. So maybe it's to appeal to this identity. His identity is like, I'm a caring, well-prepared teacher who wants to help set my students up for success. That's the kind of teacher I am. That's the kind of teacher I want to be. And to understand it's very unsettling for kids to feel like they don't know what's going on. So yeah. they won't feel like you're a reliable teacher or that you can be counted on or that you really care about them if you don't yeah. know what's happening at school and they're not prepared for it. But like school photo, I mean, for some kids, like that is a super big deal yes. and they would be really dismayed to find out. Yeah, so I think putting it to them, like in a very matter-of-fact way, not in an accusatory way, but but really it is kind of information consequences choice only as to identity. It's like when your students don't know about important things that are coming up on the schedule and all the other kids know, it makes them feel like they can't count on you to take care of them. That's your identity, and it's the truth. Yeah, and also does he want to be the kind of person who expects special treatment? I mean, yes. basically he's... Yeah. Assuming that someone will personally inform him of, of information that other people get by email, making him the special person who ha everyone has to take extra time and, and effort for. Right. So you could say something like, you know, when you don't read your email, it feels like you're saying that your time is more important than other people's time or that you don't have to do this work of reading emails that other people have to do. And it also makes us feel as a fellow teacher that we can't count on you. Yeah. And again, it's not in an accusatory way, but more like, what do you want? Like, who do you want to be? Because this is kind of the consequence of what your behavior is as to how you're coming across. That this is hard. Yeah. Rebels. What would you say? I'm, we have many, many rebel yes. listeners. What would you say? How do you think you could? someone could say something that would allow this to be heard? 
Or do, do people have other suggestions where they've dealt with something similarly and they've had either you know success or not success, like what, what works, what doesn't work? Um, because I have to say, this kind of question in different costumes comes up a lot. Yes. So it'd be great to have like a lot, a lot of suggestions about very practical solutions. Yeah. Thank you, Sally. That is a good question. And I really hope he starts reading his emails. Yes. Coming up, I've got a demerit from my time in Puerto Rico. But first, this break. Eating processed food for every meal isn't healthy for people or for dogs. We all know that. And kibble is subject to multiple rounds of high heat processing, making it an ultra-processed food. The farmer's dog is real, fresh, healthy food with whole meat and veggies gently cooked in human-grade kitchens to preserve their nutritional value. My dog, Barnaby, loves the farmer's dogs. When he sees me pulling one of those packets out, he comes running. It's personalized, vet-developed, and it has recipes for as little as $2 a day. Meals arrive in pre-portion, ready-to-serve packs, and they're conveniently delivered on whatever schedule works for me. Get 50% off your first box of fresh, healthy food at thefarmersdog.com slash happier. That's 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash happier. This message is sponsored by Greenlight. As your kids get older, some things about parenting get easier. They can dress themselves. They can clean up after themselves, allegedly. Other things don't, like having conversations about money. The fact is, kids won't really know how to manage their money unless they're actually in charge of it. That's where Greenlight can help. Greenlight is a debit card and money app made for families. Parents can send money to their kids and keep an eye on their kids' spending and saving, while kids and teens build money confidence and lifelong financial literacy skills. Yeah, Jack has green light. And one thing I love is that it includes a chores feature where you can set up one time or recurring chores and reward kids with allowance for a job well done. Gretchen, we used to mow the lawn. How much more motivated would we have been if we'd had funds deposited when we completed the hut chore? Mm -hmm. Sign up for Greenlight today and get your first month free when you go to greenlight.com slash happier. That's greenlight.com slash happier to try Greenlight for free. Greenlight.com slash happier. Okay, Elizabeth, it's time for Demerits and Gold Stars. And this is an even-numbered episode, and that means it's your turn for a demerit. Yeah, so Gretchen, I mentioned I was just in uh, San Juan for a location scout, and I was super, super busy the whole time. But I have to give myself a demerit because although I was next to so much ocean, I did not even put my toes in the ocean one Uh time for one second. I will say I dipped my finger in because I just wanted to see for the actors, like how warm was the water? You know, could we ask them to go swimming, which it's very warm, so they can. But I was like, oh, I'll do it later after this. I'll go, I'll take off my shoes and I'll go in the ocean. Or Saturday morning before I left for the airport, I'll go in the ocean. And of course, I didn't even wade in. And the water is so beautiful on top of it. So I was kicking myself as I was flying back. Well, I'm sure it's one of those things where it was around you all the time. You're like, there's no way I would leave. I'm sure I'm busy morning, noon, and night. Yes. How is it possible that I wouldn't even put my foot in the ocean? And then before you know it, you're like 
back home and you're like, wait a minute. <laughs> yes. So, um, so that's too bad. But I did see a lot. So I had a, a very good trip. But I would have liked to have at least put my toes in the water. So yeah. Gretchen, gold star. What's your okay. gold star this week? Okay, I want to give a gold star to Jamie, which it, 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 and I have to say, like, implicit in this gold star is kind of a cluelessness demerit for me. <laughs> so, you know, we're all working in our home office all the time. So I'm constantly, like, recording this podcast or other podcasts or being on Zoom calls or doing speaking events and things like that. But I know that if my home phone, my landline, on which no one calls me that matters, it's only spam calls and nonsense calls, if I unplug it from the wall, then it's really hard to get it to like connect again. And it's this whole nightmarish situation involving the phone company and technology. And so I just was like too scared to unplug it. And there was no way to kind of turn off the ringer that I could find. And so I would just tell the other, if anybody else was home, I'd be like, if the phone rings, you have to go get it. <laughs> and so Jamie just ignored me. But the other day, Eleanor, I was like, this is a really big deal. Like you have to pick up the phone right away. And Jamie sees Eleanor like, flying across the room, throwing herself at the phone to turn it off. And he's like, what are you doing? And she says, mom says it's important. Jamie's like, why don't you just unplug the phone? I was like, no, 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 I can't unplug the phone because, you know, the, the phone company, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, just unplug the other end. Unplug it from, like, the set. And I was uh, like, oh, yeah, I could do that. Uh, I had, the minute it was out of his mouth, I was like, that is the most obvious solution of all time because that I can just unplug and plug in oh, in the wow. second yes yes it does seem obvious now that he says that right and so anyway gold star for him for like he didn't even come up and look at it he's like <laughs> okay i think i see the solution here and it's really saved me a lot of anxiety because there would be things where i'd be like it would really be bad if the phone would ring yes and now i have a solution so gold star to jamie yes for solving a problem that I have been experiencing. For the entire year, this has been going on. Ever since, like, I've been doing so much more at home. This has been a big issue. So now it took a year, but now it's solved. And Gretchen, I have to say, I think I can use this myself because yes. I have the same problem that you have experienced <laughs> many a time. So I'm going to, as soon as, uh, as soon as we're done recording, I'm going to go investigate and look yeah. at my phone. No one will be happier than Chuck. <laughs> so exactly. We don't be like, okay, let's wait for the phone to stop ringing. So resources for this week. Again, remember the survey. If you have, you know, 10, 15 minutes to take the survey, that is a really big help to us. Again, it's happiercast.com slash survey, or uh, I'll put a link in the show notes. And send us your clutter-clearing stories. We could all use the buzz of hearing about other people's before and after success stories. And if you want to post to the hashtag, it's hashtag outer order intercom and hashtag before and after. What we're reading for this week. Elizabeth, what are you reading? I am still reading Deacon King Kong by James McBride. I'm almost done. It's great. Mm -hmm. How about you? And I just finished. I, I have yet to start my next book. I just finished um, a book I highly recommend. Notes from a Young Black Chef, uh, a memoir I highly recommend by Kwame Anwachi. More reading for everybody. Yes. Yes. Read 21 and 21. And that is it for this episode of Happier. Remember to try this at home. Let's ask ourselves, what valuable lessons have we learned from this pandemic period? Let us know what lessons you've learned. Thanks to our executive producer, Chuck Reed, and everyone at Cadence 13. Get in touch. Gretchen's on Twitter at Gretchen Rubin, and I'm at Elizabeth Craft. Our email address is podcast at GretchenRubin.com. And if you like the show, please be sure to tell a friend. Tell six friends. We would love that. And subscribe to us, rate, and review us wherever you listen to your podcasts. 
Until next week, I'm Elizabeth Kraft. And I'm Gretchen Rubin. Thanks for joining us Onward and Upward. So, Elizabeth, do you feel like last March feels like less than a year ago or more than a year ago? More than a year ago. It feels like five years. How about for you? I, it's kind of both at the same time. It's like time has lost all meaning. It feels like yesterday and it feels like a decade ago. Yeah, it's really weird. It's weird. From the Onward Project. If you've ever been in the market for a new home, you know home shopping can be a lot. There's so much you don't know and so much you need to know. What are the neighborhoods like? What are the schools like? Who is the agent who knows the listing or neighborhood best? And why can't all this information just be in one place? Well, now it is on Homes.com. They've got everything you need to know about the listing itself, but even better. They've got comprehensive neighborhood guides and detailed reports about local schools. And their agent directory helps you see the agent's current listings and sales history. Homes.com collaboration tools make it easier than ever to share all this information with your family. It's a whole cul-de-sac of home shopping information all at your fingertips. Homes.com. We've done your homework.